that tonight you come and speak to us and let your name be glorified in Jesus name amen John chapter 16 verse 23 and 24 I'm teaching on very short message then we pray maybe we may do a few questions and answers or something but let's see what the Lord will do tonight in the name of Jesus we're still trying to recover from family meeting to April family meeting the Lord is helping us is not true and in that day ye shall ask me nothing verily verily I say unto you whatsoever ye shall ask the father in my name he shall give to you either true have ye asked nothing in my name ask and ye shall receive that your joy may be full amen I'm teaching on how worry blocks God from answering your prayer. How worry blocks God or blocks your answered prayer. How worry blocks your answered prayer. Now Jesus is talking about the fact that on that day, he's talking about after, he was talking about the fact that they shall go through persecution and a whole lot of things are going to happen. And he was actually talking about when he dies that very moment, the things that will happen. And he went on to say that on that day, from that very moment, the wait on that day is actually not a particular day, but a season. Okay. So he says that on that day, ye shall ask anything from my father. And what shall happen? And he shall give it to you. So Jesus is not saying we can ask some things from the Father. He actually says, whatsoever you ask. Somebody say, whatsoever. Whatsoever you ask of my Father, in my name. In whose name? In my name, he shall give unto you. Whatsoever. Now, he's giving us no limitation and no restrictions concerning what we can pray for. One Christian believes that God does not bless people financially. So that Christian's problem is never to have anything to do with money when it comes to God. Another Christian who is a cessationist believes that God doesn't heal the sick again. And when that happens, they remove their whatsoever from there and they limit themselves to just a few things. God protect me as I'm sleeping. God as I'm driving, protect me. And that's it. So Jesus said whatsoever, but the whatsoever is anything that falls within the line of the will of God as, as written down in the scriptures. Are you here with me? I want you to follow me. Are you here with me? Jesus is saying that anything we ask him, but the anything is not anything. I can ask God for your wife. James chapter 4 verse 3, he said, Ye have not because ye ask not. And the problem is that you actually ask amiss. You pray amiss. You ask, you have not because you have not asked for it. And even when you ask, they are actually asking the wrong thing. So even though your wife is a whatsoever or whosoever, if I pray to God to give me your wife, God will not give me your wife because it is not within his will. 
He said, Thou shalt not covet thy neighbor's wife. Thou shalt not covet thy neighbor's car. Thou shalt not covet. Hey. So if you eye my car, my car has become a prayer topic. God will not answer that prayer. No, 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 no. God will not answer that prayer. That prayer is never because it contradicts the word of God. You shall not covet your neighbor's house, house, your neighbor's wife, your neighbor's cows, cattle, your neighbor's car. Most people don't know how to pray. They ask for the wrong things and some don't actually ask at all. We do not, a lot of people do not put expectations when they go to prayer. Now you can write that down. Every prayer must have an expectation. An expectation. And Jesus actually talks about it. He said, whatsoever you shall ask in my name, my father in my name, he shall do it. He shall what? So whatsoever is an expectation of something you are looking for. And he's saying that if you have enough wisdom, enough knowledge to ask my father anything, my father will do it for you. It's not interesting to know that God has actually given us a blank check of prayer. That there are so many things we can ask him to do for us. The interesting thing is that most of the time we don't actually do the right thing. We don't actually ask the right things. Neither do we do as in the first place. So he has given us a blank check of whatsoever we shall ask of him, he shall do. But there is a problem. And the problem is that sometimes what we are actually asking is a worry. We are simply just pouring our worries on God. God, don't you see that I'm sick? I'm suffering. I'm struggling. I have so many problems. People don't like me. People are fighting me. People are attacking me. That is worry. And as you are standing there, do you remember the, woman, the man by the pool of Bethesda? The Bible says he said to Jesus, Jesus asked him, hey boy, what is it? Then he started telling the story. For, for 38 years I've been here, and any time the pool is stirred up, all my neighbors jumped into the pool, and I have no man to help me get into the pool. And you know, I've suffered, oh Jesus. I've really suffered, but I've been through a lot, oh. I've been through so much. I've been through so much. And sometimes I don't even know what to do again. He said, you are making noise. Just take up your mat and go. You talk too much. Most of the time when we go to God, the reason we don't actually pray, even though you have spent one hour in prayer, is because you are just talking about things that actually don't matter. You don't go straight to the point in the place of prayer because of worry. One hour talking about nothing. One hour complaining to God. And God is sitting in heaven. He's like, ah, what do you want? Do you know that? You see how sometimes people come to you and they want to ask you for something. And they have to go and roam about. Ah, come on, hundred cities they are coming to take. They have to tell you one hour story. That one hour crap only can give me hundred cities if I'm supposed to be working. That one I want, if I were to be working and doing something and counseling people, I would get more than 100 Ghana cities. They waste your time just telling stories of how they called a certain brother, they called a certain sister, and how they have it, they have even applied for a certain something, and how waste time. Sometimes I just have to so 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 what do you want? Full stop. 
So what do you want? Then that's when he said, oh, I wish that I would get him buried. Ah, you have wasted my time. The same thing applies to God. We go to God asking a lot of things, but before we even ask him the things, we have spent so many hours complaining. And by the time it's time for us to be asked, we are tired and we have even forgotten we went to God to pray for anointing. Now sit down again. So Jesus says that whatsoever you shall ask in my, my name, my father shall do it for you. Then he said, either two, since I said this, you people have not asked anything. Verse 24. Ye have asked nothing in my name. They walked with him for three years. They didn't ask for anything in his name. Nothing. And Jesus is actually worried about it. That he has worked with them and they've never prayed and asked the Father for anything. So you see where the problem is. That's why I say that uh, the New Testament church is not a complete church. It's a baby church. Baby church is not the standard. So today people say, hey, serving God is not, you know, houses is not part of their blessing or those things. Jesus said, you have asked nothing. Peter, James, and John, but telling me, all of you, if you ask my father for a cow, for cattle, for houses, my father would have done it. The reason you don't have is because you have not asked. That is why you don't have. So they went around, you know, they were with Jesus, and Jesus was more than enough, which is actually true. But Jesus is saying that I still want, even though I'm more than enough, I still want to, to enjoy life. We are all saved. Is that not true? But Jesus is saying, I know you are saved, but I want you to ask me something. And most people, does God want to answer me this prayer? Does God, is it true at this my age? Does God want me to marry? Does God want me to have a car? Does God want me to plant a church? So these kinds of worries of questions actually the reason they never asked. And most of them were actually worried that if they ask God, that Jesus will be offended. And Jesus may think that they have no forsaken the world. Because let me ask, none of them were sick. So what I, if it's sickness, they are what Jesus said they ask for. None of them were sick. And quite a lot of them were broken poor. So what is Jesus asking that they should go and ask the Father in his name? Is that another question? They lacked a lot of things. A lot of things were lacking. They lacked a lot of things that even when they went to a crusade, they couldn't feed the people. They didn't have enough money to feed the people. The disciples, though, they didn't have enough. They actually depended on Jesus to survive. And Jesus actually expects them to also get better so they can take care of him. Actually, the guys were poor guys and broke. But all of them are forsaking everything to come and follow. But it's not, even though you are forsaking everything, the Father is still willing to give you everything. Are you with me here? 
So he said, whatsoever you shall ask my, my name, my father shall do for you. Then he said, even though all this world I've told you this, I've not seen any of you going to God to pray for anything. And the reason is that most people are worrying about thinking if God is willing to answer their prayer, thinking if God wants them to have this, thinking if God, when I wanted to buy the car last year, I just went to go. I said, I want to buy a car. What do you think? And God says, it's a good thing. Because remember, the Bible says that. That's our thing for the year. But it is God who works in you both to will and to do. So the very fact that the will has dropped in your spirit, there's a high probability that it is God who is telling you that this thing is conquered. Are you here with me? Because when God gives you the will, he gives you the power. But it is God who, who works in you both to will and to do. So the will coming is a sign that the power to perform is there. So I told God in, in the space of one, one month I want to be able to raise this amount of money the highest will be two months to buy a car. And I told God, God I know you can give me one that I will not have to spend a lot to buy it. And in the space of one month because I think I said I was going to buy it in March. March ending by April 25th, I bought the car. Starting from zero. So what is the message there? Somebody listen to hey, they are talking about their cars. This. These days, it's very difficult for pastors to even share their testimonies of prayer. Because some people will listen to the message, they think you are, you are trying to brag with a car or something. Please see that. When you think that God is not interested in you having a thing, it is a word. Does God want me to have a child? Does God want me to marry? Does God want me to travel? That hey, 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 I'm not sure God that is worry and worry blocks your answered prayer. So even when you go to pray, you actually pray in unbelief. Because you have already concluded that God cannot do this thing in my life at this time of my at this time. I can't buy a car when I'm taking a thousand Ghana cities of salary. I can't build a house when my salary is thousand Ghana cities. So already, even when you're going to pray to God, to say, God, I want you to give me grace to build a house. You've already concluded about it by your worry. That this thing cannot be done. So Jesus said, He that you, you have not asked nothing. You have asked nothing. And he said, Ask, and you shall receive, so that your joy may be full. So the aim of it is so that you have complete joy. There is joy in the Lord, but the joy in the Lord is not complete. The joy of salvation is not complete. That is why you are saved, though. But when you don't have your school fees or you have not paid for your rent or something, you find out that you are getting depressed because the joy is not complete. It's from Jesus' own mouth that your joy may be full. What does it mean? They already have joy, but the joy is not full because we are human beings. We are not spirits. Salvation is a spiritual experience. We also want to see physical things to excite us to be happy. 
And Jesus is telling us that physical things are a good thing to receive when we pray to God. Things that will, will help will make our lives better in this earth. God is excited about it so that our joy may be full. Am I talking to somebody here? I am joyous about my financial life. But if God increases it, my joy will be full. Am I talking to somebody here? I am joyous about the AFM church and the AFM family network. But if God increases our number and blesses us abundantly, grandchildren and children all over the place, cars and houses, somewhere in Amsterdam, Kuwait, China, Kyrgyzstan, Hungary, my joy will be what? Will be full. So I'm asking God for travel doors to open into this church and into the AFM family network. And I'm asking God for marital doors to open into the ministry that my joy might be full. I'm asking God to fill up the church and open more doors for the church to expand, for the AFM family to expand, that my joy may be full. I'm asking God that we will build cathedrals, build more buildings, buy more properties in every region of the country. That's my joy. Maybe full. Listen, I'm saved. I'm anointed. My joy is not full. My joy is not full. Is your joy full? It will never be full. But Jesus actually says that for a season your joy will be full. So that he said he, said he caused you to, 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 to be hungry. Deuteronomy chapter 8. God has a way of giving you something so that you become more hungry. You see that the more you eat food, the more hungry you become. Is that not true? Who did you be an accommodate? That's what God wants you to be. Give you more so that you, have, you need more. Let me ask you a question. If God opens a door for you right now, you are living in a three-bedroom house, I think that three-bedroom house is an ideal house. All these five and all these things are useless. A three-bedroom house, proper house, storage building or something. AC in every room with a storeroom and a guest room. You understand? All these things. Do you know that the whole of using AC, bedroom AC, so that means your thousand Ghana cities is not enough to take care of you. And you are in a land cruiser, you have a Toyota Camry as well. So that means that when God brings the blessing, he has to bring more blessing to sustain the blessing. You don't understand. Do you understand? That your joy may be full, but the time will come, the joy will be full, but that joy that has caused, that prayer answer that has brought the joy to be full will also cause you to have your joy to even go down because there's more to be had. There's more grace to be had. There's more oil to be had. There's more anointing to be had. I see how 
I pray for people for certain things. And sudden, sudden, somebody that was rejected, sudden is accepted. And so, all kinds of things. And when I see my joy, it's full. But later I find that, Lord, I think it's time that people in futures will be getting up. That my joy may. The one that has Lord, I think that it's time for us to be raising the dead every day. That my joy. That, 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 Lord, I think that it's time for even, even when I, I. That my joy may be full. It's not in your Bible. Say, add, 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 add. Is that not true? Jesus, I've been with you for so long. You have not asked me for anything. There's a thin line between greed and righteousness. Oh. That your joy may be full is not the same as greed. Oh. It's not the same as greed. It says that ask something so that you have it. So that you be happy. Ask for a new car. Ask for a new phone. But me, I'm asking for a new phone. And my joy may be, may be full. I want a Samsung Fold or Samsung Flip. Z Flip or Z Fold. Oh, today I even called a man and the man said that it is finished. And all the other people that I go to, their money, their price is high. Do you see that? So I'm asking God again, God, bring me money. That I could go and buy my phone. It's not that my phone is spoiled. I'm just tired of using this phone. That my joy may be full. It is no greed. If God answers it, we are mind to say that it is not it's a bad thing. Eh? If you want to even give birth to 50 children, God will answer you by allowing you to give birth to 50 children. Their joy will be full. <laughs> Acquire phone. <laughs> Amen. That's somebody's joy. It's alright to be full. You know, I called the guy and said, Oh, Charlie, I've gotten some. Old. Let me see. Because initially I said it was 4,800. And I found out I have that money. That one they are combined. Then now I said it's finished. Except Philip 4. Philip 4 is 9,000. She said, okay, music kind of times two. He said, oh, you three, baby, mommy. Oh, three, baby, mommy. You see, the way we have painted Christianity is very bad. We pretend that see these things are not nice. A fine suit. It's like it's, it's materialistic. Um, have you ever bought the first time you bought a brand new phone and you opened the box? Did you see the feeling? Is that not true? A certain phone that you have been you have been yearning to buy. When you, you finally get it in the box, and you open it like wow. And what runs in your mind? Thank you, Lord. Lord, I'm hey. Is that not true? That's what God wants. But your joy will be full. A good thing that you join me before that you join me before 
that your joy will be full. Receive fullness of joy. Your joy may be full. Joy may be full. Somebody says that my joy may be full. James says, ye have not because ye ask not. You don't have because you don't ask. You don't ask. James chapter 4 verse 3 Ye ask and receive not because ye ask not. Is that where it is? Um, verse 2 Ye have not because ye ask not. You don't have because you don't ask. You worry. That's God want to bless me. That's God want to help me. And Jesus saying, God the Father, He just sitting in heaven and He's jobless, waiting for you to give me a job. He's excited when we ask Him for something. Excited, God is excited when we ask Him for something. He say You don't have because you've never asked. You don't have because you've never what? You know the interesting thing when you ask God for something, most of the time you need it to be as a human being. When you ask God for something, He will lead you to ask for Because when God wants to bless you, He will bring you through. Amen. 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 So we have to learn how to pray to God to lead us to the right relationships, the right businesses, the right environments. The Bible says that in the place of prayer, the word of the Lord came unto Elijah and said unto him, that arise and go to the brook of Cherith. He said, it is in the brook of Cherith. Why didn't God say, I've commanded ravens to come and feed you where you are? He said, go to the brook of Cherith, for that is where I have commanded ravens to pass. And when they pass, that's when they will drop it. So until you are in the brook of cherries, your prayer answer would never come. You can sit here and complain and sit here and cry, but you are in the wrong place. And as long as you are in the wrong place, there are certain things that will never come in your life. And the Bible says that when the brook dried, the brook was a, rip, a small water, so that you would drink from it. Is that when the brook of cherries dried, now the assignment had changed. God said to him, now arise from here because the ravens will not pass. (laughs) 
go down to Zerifat, there is a widow there. I have commanded her. Assignment changed. Provision has changed. One, I want you to be at the brew because that is why I'm answering your prayer. There is famine. I'm bringing you food. Two now. I don't want you to be there. I want you to go to a man. First one, a business, a place. Second one, I want you to go to a man. And anytime we pray to God and ask him for provisions, he will definitely lead us to certain situations, certain places. I want you to start this ministry. I want you to do this. And through it, I'm going to open certain doors for you. And sometimes you say, I want you to talk to this person. I want you to go to this meeting. I'm bringing a certain man into your life. But I want you to go and talk to this person. Say, go to the widow. Elijah didn't go and stand. He said, what do you have in your house? I'm hungry. Get me food. Do you know why you don't have? Because you don't know how to ask. You said they don't have enough. That's why you are not asking. The widow was about to eat her last meal and die. Elijah still said, that is what God has said. You should give to me. Give it to me and let me eat. You are too sympathetic. That's why you are broke. That's why you are poor. I'm too sympathetic. And I and I teacher for the That's why you are broke. You are too sympathetic. A prophet came, a woman said, This is our last meal. We want to eat it and I said, prepare some for me. You are about to eat the last meal. Prepare some for me. You are too righteous. It's in the place of warrior. Eh? What would they take me for? How would they see me as a certain kind of person? That's what you are there. Receive ideas. Ideas. Worrying prevents God from answering your prayer. It prevents you from receiving answered prayer. Worrying. Don't worry. That's why anytime people come to me with the prayer, I say, Don't worry. Full stop. Worrying because I'm going to pray. You understand the situation. I'm going to pray, but when you worry, you destroy the prayer. I said, don't worry. I said, don't worry. Don't worry. Because when you worry, Philippians chapter, uh, Philippians chapter 4 also. Let's look at that text right now, verse 6. Philippians 4, verse 6. Be anxious for nothing. The word anxious there is don't worry. 4, verse 6. Is it 4, 6? This was a be careful for nothing. Be anxious for nothing. You worry too much. The doctors have said you have a, you have diabetes. Ah, it is I'm going to die just like my mother. So I'm going to die like my mother. Hey, you have time for what hepatitis, whatever. In this ministry, we have prayed for people with hepatitis. It has disappeared. Negative. 
the what? Even if we have never prayed for anybody, you should believe that if somebody's own left, the Lord healed them, and you own to the Lord can heal. Is that not true? Most people that I pray for with regards to traveling issues and yes. Mysterious. When you worry, it will not work. Your father is a prophet. I have said, don't worry. And he still said, no. I will disobey God and disobey you. I worry. The scripture said, don't worry. It's a scripture. Even to worry is a, is a sin. Don't worry. You have disobeyed scripture. Is that not true? Don't worry. And most of the times when we go to God to pray, this is what Satan will do. He will always try to plant a seeds of worry into our hearts. Eh? It will not work. Do you see that there's even an error in this thing? You're going to fill the exams because you know that you deviated here. And, this, 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 and a whole lot. He's trying to sow seeds of confusion. How you are going to feel. But Jesus said, whatsoever you ask my father in my name, he shall do it for you. That your joy Maybe four. It's a good thing to clap. That your joy may be full. I want you to leave this place and go and ask God for things. And be expectant about it. And I'll tell people anytime you want to, you're expecting something from God, sow a seed into it. Decide to say, that, Oh, I'm sowing this seed. Give your seed an assignment. I'm sowing this seed offering into this particular thing. I remember at family meeting, I said people should come and stand. Right after family meeting, too, another person also gave a testimony. I think you were there when the person was sharing it. He said she has gotten a, a scholarship. When you worry, Allow demons to take control of the situations. I'm teaching on how worry blocks your answered prayers. How worry destroys your prayer life. How worry destroys your joy. Be anxious for nothing. Be careful for nothing. But in everything, how many things? Everything. How many things? By prayer. Everything by prayer. That's my life. I pray about everything. That's my life. I pray about, he said, in everything by prayer. In everything, how many things? Because Jesus said, whatsoever. So God, prayer is not limited to only spiritual group. Oh Lord, I want you to anoint me. No! I'm about to travel. I'm going for an interview. I said, Lord, as I go, I receive favor. In everything. By what? By prayer. In everything, by prayer and supplication. Supplication is, is when you submit things that you want to be done. 
things that you have been worried about, but now you have decided, they said, don't worry. So now bring all your problems to God. What you want God to answer is supplication. Supplication is a type of prayer. Where it's like, Lord, I want a car. Lord, I want a house. Lord, I want you to heal me. That's supplication. It's like submission. Bringing something to God that you want God to do. And the Bible is saying that God is excited when we bring him things to do. Then he says, and with thanksgiving. Is that not there? And with thanksgiving, let your request be made known unto God. And he says, in the peace of God which passes all understanding shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. And look at what he says. Finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are good report, if there be any virtue, if there is any good thing in that thing, if there be any good report on that thing, think on these things. So the prayer you are asking God for, is it a good thing? If it is a good thing, think on it. Think on it. Think on it. Whatever things are good, Whatever things are true, whatever things are honest, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, if there be any good, if there be any good reports, 